You're listening to a Core Education podcast, pushing the boundaries of educational possibility. Hello, I'm Stephen Lowe, Instructional Designer at Core Education, and I'm picking up the conversation where we left off last time with Chrissy Butler, who is our Universal Design for Learning Specialist. Hello, lovely to be here. Hello, Chrissy. Why do teams always communicate in the written word? I mean, miles of text-heavy documentation. Is it just a sense of expectation? Can we change it? To be honest, I'm not sure why we default to text. I guess maybe familiarity, maybe a sense of accountability, being seen to have had a certain Mm -hmm. meeting, Um, or I I guess a commitment to record conversations for those people that are absent so they can see it later. I think possibly because, and I think this is maybe a big reason, because we actually haven't experienced an alternative. Therefore, I feel less confident expressing our thinking maybe graphically and particularly in three dimensions. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. I don't know that I would advocate abandoning text. I think there's definitely a case for looking at how we communicate its purpose and its effectiveness. I think there's also a real opportunity to look at how we value creativity and diversity in this space. And I think Universal Design for Learning or UDL is something that could really help us unpack it and see if there's a different way of doing things. So where would you start with a team that's all bound up by text? Gently. (laughs) Yeah. I think text is very familiar, a bit like a comfy blanket or your favourite tea, really. If I was working with a team that didn't know much about UDL, I would definitely start by putting that on the table and introducing the three principles of UDL. So the principles around engagement, around action and expression, how we kind of create and share thinking, and also around the way we present information. I'd put those on the table first and look at them together. And then maybe look at, in those three areas, what are some of the hidden barriers that we each might have in those areas? So for example, in with text, some people, even when presented with a document that's got like a whacking great paragraph of text, it, like it's just immediate turn off. There is no hook there for engaging. For me personally, if I'm in some kind of meeting and I'm the one that cops for having to take the minutes, I can't participate. I, I have to concentrate so hard on writing and listening that I lose any sense of participation. I can relate to that. Yeah. What are barriers for people? Diversity is kind of like the norm. And so actually there will be some people that are really, really comfortable with tech and lots of text. And so it's like trying to bring to the surface why it works for them. And also there, there may be some things in the way that teams do things, little bits that actually work for people. So in some team meetings, a team might have like a little slot at the end where everyone gets five or ten minutes just to think actually... What do I need to document for myself um, and take away to do? And that may be something that works well. The really crunchy bit where it kind of the change potentially can really happen is actually looking at why do we document in the way that we do? What's its purpose? And the UDL framework can really, we can use it then to look at, okay, so if this is the purpose, how, what can we put in place that will support people's engagement? What 
ways of communicating ideas will help everyone participate and is it just text or could we use images or make audio recordings what would be the best fit for everybody so the reality is that no single media or mode is going to work for everyone i think you're right in some ways people may react to that in terms of oh no does that does that mean we've got to do so much more Um, so many more options i think the guts of it is that we rather than a kind of default mode of we always do these things in the way that we do it's each time we meet together it's defining the purpose of the documentation and really critically putting in the support so that everyone is going to take what they they need from it one tiny example is google docs which can end up can have docs with like streams and streams and streams of of text and especially if you work in an organization where you've got thousands of google docs that all look the same it you know as soon as you get flicked another one it's like total turn off but i think using one of the principles of udl is this thing around supporting the sharing of information so that it supports understanding and it's like just simple things like color coding docs using numbers and headings to support navigation like how is this doc going to work when i come back to it later adding pictures or little graphics but again ones that are purposeful not not just bling yeah what about fostering a culture that values and expects diverse ideas and means of expression and communication can we change the culture I think we have to change the culture. At the heart of a UDL approach is that belief that diversity is the norm and that it needs to be, it's kind of David Rose's words, but that it needs to be expected, appreciated and developed. And kind of the impact of embracing that is, for for me, it's twofold. On the one hand, we need to create environments that expect, value, welcome non-text ways of communication and collaboration and get excited about them. But on the other hand, we also need to build in support for those who may find that completely intimidating and are very comfortable in a text-based situation and need support to find their way into exploring different ways of communication. Rachel Bolstead from NZCR talks about this idea of that we need to educate for diversity that it's not just going to happen by accident. We're not going to all of a sudden be a creative organisation. And for me, Universal Design for Learning is a really invaluable resource for putting in the supports to create an environment where creativity can thrive. Chris, it's been great having this conversation. And as we get into trying to implement the principles of UDL in the work that we're doing, I hope we'll talk more. That'll be great. You've been listening to a Core Education podcast, pushing the boundaries of educational possibility.